Hello, mummers, and welcome back to another solo episode with me. Today, we are talking about the best positions to give birth in. Enjoy. Hey, mama, I'm sending you wonderful pregnancy vibes. It's time for you to guide you through. Let's take some time for you. It's pregnancy with physio. Hello, mamas. Welcome back to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast. It is another solo episode with me today, and we are talking about a very hot topic. I always get asked this question, and it is about what is the best position to give birth in? So, nice, short, sweet episode. Do the answer is whatever position feels best for you. So, I know that is going to be so disappointing to so many people because. You probably saw the title of this episode and you thought, brilliant, Laura's going to tell me there's these one, there's this one or two positions that you can give birth in that will pretty much guarantee you'll have an amazing positive birth experience, no perineal tears, baby will come out easily like a slippery slide, easy done, just got to get into those positions. (laughs) And I wish I could give you a magic bullet that would give you that outcome, but it's just not possible because we are all such unique beings. Our babies are so unique and there is no one size fits all approach. So what we do know about birth positioning is that certain positions have been studied and have been shown to be advantageous. So what we do know is that while you're laboring, upright positioning can be advantageous. And when I say that, I mean, it can shorten the length that you spend in labor And the reason why is because we're trying to do what the body is already trying to do. So you have to think about what's happening in that first stage of labor is that the uterus is contracting. It's trying to open and dilate the cervix so that baby can descend down into the birth canal. So by being upright, we are encouraging what is already happening. So we are using gravity to help bear down, put pressure on the cervix so it can dilate so that baby can descend into the birth canal. So if you think about it like that, it makes sense to be upright while you're actively laboring because you are helping to create that pressure from gravity, doing what the body is already doing. So we're not working against the body, we're working with the body. So we know that studies show that upright positioning can be advantageous. Now, when it comes to the second stage of labor, which is the pushing phase, we do have evidence to show that positions such as sidelining, or being on your knees can be protective when it comes to things like perineal tearing. So there's things to keep in mind, but I always like to zoom out of this picture because some people will still try and grab onto what I said and say, that means that in first stage of labor, I just need to be stomping around. I need to be upright the whole time. I need to be moving my body because this is good. Gravity is working. I need to get this baby down. And they'll still take what I say for second stage labor and go, but I don't want to tear. So I need to be on my knees or I need to be on my side. Now, for many of you, you're organically going to feel like that. You're going to listen to your body and just naturally want to get into those positions. For some of you, that may actually feel like the opposite of what you need to do. So what this conversation is about today is that you know what position you need to get into. And what I want you to think about is this beautiful concept of dancing. So it's a dance between you, your pelvis and your baby. And that dance is orchestrated in ways that we don't even understand. It's brilliantly designed to make sure that baby has the smoothest, easiest passageway out. And if we are in tune with our bodies and we trust our bodies to send us the messages that we need to hear, 
and we're not influenced by external noise and distraction and intervention and like things that take us out of being able to be in touch with our intuition and trust our bodies, then we don't have to overthink this. We don't have to go, oh, but Laura said this position was really good, so I should do that. We just go with the dance of what ourselves, our babies and our pelvises are wanting to do. And if you haven't given birth before, this might sound a little bit woo-woo, this might sound a little bit too esoteric, but I'll give you an example of my birth. I know on paper all of the things that I just told you about upright positioning and what. I never had to use my cortical brain during my birth to tell myself, hey, try this position or hey, you shouldn't do that, you should get into this position. I just instinctively moved into a variety of different positions. So for me personally, I had posterior labor, a hell of a lot of back pain, and being upright could be really awful for me. So I actually spent a lot of the first stage of labor lying on my side because being upright felt like I had a vice on my back and like my back was going to break in half. I had these visions before I went into labor that I would lean forward and I would rock and I would sway. And I even taught women that if you have a posterior labor, that if you get some compression on your pelvis at the back, that can be really helpful. And forward leaning can be really helpful because it gives baby a bit of room to move. But I could not stand being in those positions. It was virtually impossible. So for me, a lot of that labor was spent lying on my side to start with and peddling my legs around. And I just went with that. I didn't judge that as being wrong. I didn't tell myself that's not a good position because I'm not upright and therefore baby's not going to descend. I just trusted my body, trusted my pelvis, trusted my baby that everything was working exactly as it needed to and that I probably would never understand the intricacies of this messaging, but I just needed to lean in and trust it. I remember my doula coming and I'd been laboring for a very long time. And so she helpfully suggested some positions for me. And that's a good point to make as well. This is not to say that you cannot have any sort of help from the outside to suggest, hey, maybe try this, maybe try that. That is all so valid, particularly when you need help. Like when you're really struggling and you're in the depths of exhaustion and discomfort and feeling like you can't do this anymore, it can be really helpful to have people suggest things. But the key word there is suggest, not force. You should never be forced to be in a position that doesn't feel good. Suggestions are so welcome and can be so helpful, but they should only be suggestions. So for example, my doula had suggested that maybe I straddle the toilet backwards and I had heard that can really get labor going for some women. And I sat on the toilet backwards and I tell you what, I pretty much sat straight up. It was the most uncomfortable, awful position I could ever be in. I would rather do a million other things than sit on the toilet backwards. So that obviously wasn't an option for me. And then I moved into the birth pool. And what felt good for me is to be on my side again, peddling my legs around. So I just went with that and I lay on my side for hours and just kept doing that same movement. And then like instantaneously, I felt the need to stand up. So I hadn't really been upright a lot, but after two or three days of labor, I didn't have to think about it. My body just stood straight, bolt upright. And all of a sudden I started pulling on my husband and bearing down. And that for me was the start of the pushing phase. And again, I didn't have to go, oh, okay, we're at the pushing phase. What should I do now? I just instinctively moved through that dance from going on my side to standing bolt upright. Like I said, it was just instantaneous. I just stood bolt upright, started squatting down. I started making all of the pushing sounds. And I did that for a little while. And then I instantly dropped to my knees in the birth pool. 
And that's where I eventually gave birth. And again, I didn't have to think about, oh, yep, kneeling's good, protective for my perineum. I just did what felt instinctively true and right for me. And so that's just an example of my journey and how I never wronged it. I never judged it. I never told myself, oh, but somebody else did it like this and somebody else did it like that. I just went with what my body was telling me. I trusted that it was doing exactly what it needed to. And I've heard so many stories from women. I remember a girlfriend who was having twins, for example, and I think she was lying on her back in hospital and they were starting to threaten her that if this second one doesn't come out, you're going to have to go have a cesarean, blah, 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 which, you know, is awful in and of itself, but that's a conversation for another day. And she was being told like, push, push. And she just intuitively knew she needed to roll to her left side. She just knew it. And so she did. And guess what? Her baby was born like one minute later because she knew no one else can tap into that wisdom that you have. She knew that's what she needed to do. She removed all the distractions and the noise from the outside and she tuned in to her body, her pelvis, her baby, and she knew what position she needed to be in. And this also goes for, can be a lot of shame around giving birth on your back because we know that in hospitals, a lot of women are encouraged to birth on their back because it can be better from an obstetric point of view, not necessarily better from a maternal point of view. And so in a majority of cases, I'm quite confident those women probably didn't want to be on their back. Okay. And that's again, a story for another day and a topic for another day, again, about being in positions you don't want to be in. But those women sometimes shame themselves so much that back is bad, back is bad, that then when women actually feel like they want to lie on their back, they don't because they tell themselves, oh, but it closes my pelvic outlet down. It's not a good position. You're not meant to birth on your back. But if your body is telling you, hey, lie down, girl, birth on your back, maybe you're exhausted and your body knows you need a rest. Or maybe the way that your baby's sitting in your pelvis right now, maybe that back position is exactly what you need to get that next momentum happening. All's to say is in either way, whether, you know, you're birthing on your back, whether you're on your side, whether you're on your knees, whatever, standing, just trust your body and remove all that outside noise. Welcome suggestions and try them if you feel like you need to, but tune into you because you know your body best and you know your baby best and nobody else can understand the messaging that comes from within. So I just really encourage you to lean into that, to trust that, and to know that is the best position for you to birth your baby in and that everyone is unique. Everyone will birth every baby in a different way that feels good for them, but just follow that dance. Trust that everything is happening exactly how it needs to and that it is all perfectly orchestrated. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know it wasn't the magic bullet answer that you may have been hoping for when I said the best position to give birth in is dot. And you were hoping I was going to give you one or two great positions to give birth in. But I might do a topic for another day for those women who do give birth in hospital because I do think it can be helpful. If you haven't witnessed birth before, often all we've seen is women give birth on their back. So sometimes, even though we're tapping into our intuition, Sometimes we also need to visualize what birth could look like. We need to see women squatting, lying on their side, kneeling over the edge of a bed. And it can be really helpful just to visualize that. So I wonder, let me know if you'd like to hear or see all the different ways in which women may give birth, just to give you a little bit of a, a helpful understanding for those who maybe haven't witnessed birth or seen birth or have only ever seen Hollywood style movies. Because I do think it can be helpful to be able to draw on having actually seen 
different positions to be able to go, oh, you know what, I'm going to try this. I saw that woman do that. And like that might just help to inform your intuition that little bit more as well by actually having the knowledge base to start with. Let me know if you want to hear that. I am over at Physio Laura. You know where to find me. So come and let me know what you got out of today's episode. I would so love for you to jump on my social media posts on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what position you gave birth in because I think it would be so amazing for us all to see all the weird and wonderful and quirky and huge variety of positions that women gave birth in. And I'd love to hear whether you followed that intuition and whether like it, it made no sense on paper, but to you it made perfect sense and voila, baby was born. So I'd so love to hear from you. Please jump on over to at Physio Laura and let me know. And if you're looking for more birth support, labor preparation, both physical and mental, I cover all of this inside my online program, The Pregnancy Posse. You can find me over there at thepregnancyposse.com. We have a whole library of resources for preparing you for birth and labor. And we do weekly workouts every week designed by me so that you're physically really strong, fit, mobile leading up to birth. So if that feels like a good fit, come and find me at thepregnancyposse.com and you can trial it for seven days. But I look forward to hearing from you. These solo episodes are so much fun. And make sure you subscribe to the Pregnancy with Physio Laura podcast so you don't miss what I've got coming up next week. Have a wonderful week, ladies. I'll see you soon. Mm-hmm.